have a good time with Ryan. <laughs> okay, folks, welcome to the Hoax Busters Live. Here we are, Saturday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and we're going to be talking to you about a good amount of subjects today. So we'll, we'll be kept keeping busy, and hopefully, we'll get some people coming to the discussion and they could talk to us. And uh, we'll go from there. So um, I thought we would start off with today. And, Miss Diane, I'm going to let you carry it from here because today is a very special day, folks. Just to let I'm you sorry know. that I have to do a, a station identification. <laughs> really? Normally, sure. normally we tell the folks that we're on Speak Free Radio and on Speak Free Video. Okay. Saturday okay. nights from 8 to 10. Sorry, Jim. I don't mean to usurp your yeah. authority. <laughs> well, that's fine. It's, it's, but just to remind people, fine. you can you can go actually go to Speak Free Radio in order to get in to see us. Scroll okay, you down. go to Speak Free Radio. Okay, scroll down. Okay. okay you okay. scroll down, you see the hoax busters over here, and you see this cute little square over here. Um, you might have to put your glasses on, and it says Peer Tube. One word, P-E-E-R, tube. You click on that. Okay. And it actually takes you to the Speak Free video. Like what we're looking at? Exactly. Okie dokie. Okay. So that's it for everybody. Carry on. Thank you. We appreciate that station break. All right. So that's how you get to the video. But if you you want to just be the audio, you go up to the top. It says live. And you just click on that anyway. So either way, you got two ways of getting getting there. Okay, okay. So, uh, Miss Diane, we Absolutely. we did our little walk and talk today. We talked a little bit about this, and <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, a little bit more because today is a special day if you're Jewish, anyway. So why don't you take it from there? If you're Jewish, if you're so-called Christian Zionist, if you're Jew tools. Today is the Holocaust Remembrance Day to truly, I thought, every day was the way they act. I want to read something from Professor Robert Forson that he wrote in 2009. Now, they didn't have the uh, Holocaust Remembrance Day then, but it doesn't matter. Whatever he writes is always pertinent. He is uh, basically the godfather of revisionism. And, uh, you know, just think of, uh, what's his name on the Godfather movie, The, the, the Big Dude. Anyway, he says the Zionist American axis has phosphorized German children, atomized Japanese children, soused Vietnamese children with Agent Orange, and poisoned Iraqi children with depleted uranium. It is time for the devastated, scorned, and humiliated to fight back. The best way to fight back is with what I for many years have called the poor man's atomic bomb. That is historical revisionism or real history, the Infowars. This weapon kills and maims no one, but it destroys the lies and defamations of the Holocaust fantasy. This includes the fantastically profitable libels of the Holocaust industry. This is also known as having been fantastically profitable for mendacious super swindlers such as Bernard Madoff and Eli Weasel, the cohorts of miraculous rescuers and murderers of the children of Gaza, and I might add the children all over the world. Thank you, Professor Robert Forreston. You will always be remembered with loving kindness in our hearts, and we appreciate what you have accomplished. Today is Holocaust Remembrance Day, and we re- we also refer to it as Hoax Remembrance Day, with re- renewed int- interest and fervor in getting the truth out about the very foundation that has imprisoned us in the life we have today. Okie dokie. 
Now, if you really want to see, I haven't gone to the site today, so maybe if you want to, if Diana wants to take us to the uh, site, GN27. That's right. JAN27.org. So that's that's a, a website that has been set up, you know, showing you the nonsense and all the bullshit that um, they've been doing. So, uh, Jeremiah Rudolph created that, by the way. Oh, did he? Okay, yes, he I, did. I don't know. Uh, so anyway, if, if the if the if you want to, go, I don't know if Diane is there to bring us to that site, but uh, uh, January, that, January, there it is, right? Yeah, there. bingo, Diana, man, bam, is she right yeah. on top of it? Yeah, so there you go. I mean, this is uh, a good site because it's it's you know apropos for today. I mean, January twenty seventh. Nonsense uh, extraordinaire. Yeah. Uh, if you want to scroll down, we can we can take a look at what the, what is on the site. Uh, More. Oh, oh yeah. There you go. So um, yeah, it's a commemoration here of how they've been lying to us for all these years, and uh, there's the uh, original plaque that. They used to have in Auschwitz up until 1989, and it said four million people suffered and died. So that's interesting. At the hands of the Nazi murderers. That's right. And then, truth be told, yeah. And then they changed the the plaque. Okay. And then they said, I can't really read that from here. No, so. I can't either. But we get a pretty good idea what it's saying. Right. Well, they changed it. They changed it to 1.5 million, and then it's kept going down and down and down. They I had mean, to they, keep a like a, a revolving plaque. Going on in in the Auschwitz, um, yeah. not memorial. It would be the Auschwitz um, camp, yeah. actual camp. Yeah. So I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know honestly what if they even have a plaque there anymore. Either one. They so, keep down, dumbing down the well, numbers. Well, you know, I mean, think. <laughs> I mean, you got to think about this. What what does that that means a lot to people? If you if you just think about what they did, they just erased three million people that died. In their narrative. Okay, so so you got six million. You just erased three. Now you got three. All right. So if anything, you should have be having a plaque that said, you know, of course, three million would be all the camps, not just. See, they're just yeah. talking about Auschwitz, but yeah, you know, they say six million died in all the camps. Mm-hmm. Right. So we got a big problem here, and they 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 can't resolve this. But they figure. See, people are so dumb that they don't care because that 6 million thing is going to be with them forever and ever and ever. And nobody's ever going to, you know, question well, that's it. That ball number that they started introducing before world war one. If you'll notice as this continues to go down, the numbers are even decreased more. If you don't believe that 6 million died, then you're a Holocaust denier. So there was that. Well, they had, I guess, the people in Auschwitz are Holocaust deniers. Well, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was having a discussion today. With, no, yesterday, I think it was. It was it today. I, no, today. Uh, this fellow called me from Arizona, actually. Mm-hmm. He's, he watches our walk and talks. And um, he was. He asked, basically, well, um, well, he came up. I asked him. I said, how many people do you think, how many Jews do you think were in um, Germany at the time? And he came up with what I came up with. He about, he about approximately 200,000 Jews are in Germany. Okay. Now think about that. That's pretty good that's, because that's they, want, they want you to think that there were 6 million 
or more. I mean, actually more. In the right. Mean, in the whole they, probably, right. they probably think that there was like, I heard them talking 11 million, 12 million Jews and all that area at the time of Europe under the German command. But in Germany, we'll just deal with Germany. There was, you know, there was under probably 200,000 because most of the Jews left. So we got a big problem because they cannot rationalize this or jive it, you know, get it all working with these figures because there weren't that many Jews in the camps. First of all, there were, there were probably less than 40% of the population of the camps. Okay. And then, you know, keep uh, that up, Diana. That's one of our favorite subjects. Yeah, I mean, Medanic is just a whole other lie because, yeah, they, well, he, he, listen, they say in the beginning in Medanic, two million died. This is one of the Reinhardt camps, extermination camps. There's no well, question claim, about it. Which, which they don't claim today was an extermination it's camp. It's not on the list anymore. Yeah, they took it off. But, you know, it's funny. You can't find that they took it off. I've been looking all over the scene because uh, I read a whole article about yeah, it. Now too. I go back. They they expunge it from the internet. So, but the point is, even that sixty thousand is way overboard. Because if you look at the Red Cross figures, yeah, I think the Red Cross figures said like six thousand. <laughs> so that their figure of sixty thousand isn't even close. I mean, it's remember about the Holocaust. Anytime you hear figures of any camp that they claim people died in, or whatever they say how people died. Okay, it might not be a camp. It might be somewhere they said they were exterminated. It's always 10 to 20 times exaggerated more than the number. I mean, it's just the, That's way, right. it's just That's the right. way it is. Just right, so that, don't, yeah. don't believe any of these numbers that they come at you with because, again, Medanic is a perfect example. I have uh, that article dealing with Medanic has since been said not to be an extermination camp. Oh, you do? I do have it. If you want, wow. I will go ahead and send it out to you guys. Well, I was I was looking for that because that I got to put that on my save, you know, save yep. things, you know, uh, because isn't that funny? All of a sudden, whoa, Medanic's not an extermination camp. I, and it they've is, been saying, yeah. it, you know what Medanic was actually, as far as I understand and what I've read in the past, it was is actually where they brought in, they made shoes and they fixed the shoes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a camp. I mean, I, I see the problem with me is I read these things and I, you know, where's your fix? Where's your fix? Well, it doesn't matter. I read it. I know I read it, but I, you know, I can't find it. But well, we again, have we have this here. In fact, Joe sent this out to us, by the way. Okay, so yeah, it was a camp that they made shoes or fixed shoes. See, a lot of shoes used to come into the camps and they take the shoes, they fix them up, and then send them to the other camps where they can use them for the people that didn't have shoes. Or whatever, you know what I mean? So Well, they had to get rid of the shoes that they came into the camps with because of the lice issue. Yes. They had to be reissued, um, sanitized clothing to replace yeah. with the, the, the crap that they were bringing in. Yeah. So anyway, they, they, they look at the people in these camps were well taken care of when you really think about what was going on outside the camps. So people don't get it, you know. All right, so here's some more information here. You want to take some of that, Diane? Our first order of business is to honor those Holocaust officials who are now deceased, among them many of the very first pioneers right now, like uh, Professor Forrestan, who blazed trail for those who follow. Now, this is what we need to remember. We list them here in order of appearance of their first revisionist work, and we include the persecution they suffered at the hands of the entrenched Holocaust forces. 
It's the Jews. Got to name the Jews. Our esteemed honorees are um, Maurice Bardish. Oh, boy, France. They're, they're vicious. Nuremberg of the Promised Land. Paul Rosignier. Jim has talked about him. He was a um, a French prisoner in uh, one of the one of the camps, and and he he didn't like the Germans. He was a, a resistance fighter essentially, and then you know he went through it, and then he got out, and he started hearing the isn't that right? He started hearing these stories yeah. about what happened in the camp. Well, yeah, he was he was he, he wanted to start putting some information together mm-hmm. about what happened in the camps, and then then he's hearing all these people give their stories, and he says, wait a minute, I was in that camp. That didn't happen there. And and that's why it's called the lies of Ulysses. If you remember Ulysses, you know there's a story, you know it, it's Greek, Greek, yeah, yeah, Greek baloney. That that's not true. I mean, it makes for yeah. a good reading. Greek mythology uh, is what it, it is. It's, it's, yeah, it's Greek mythology makes for a good book, make for a good movie story, uh, but yeah. it's not true. And so he's kind of looking at the Holocaust as Greek mythology. Yeah, mythology. And, um, can, can Diana? Can you roll it down a little bit? I want we want to cover a few more. Heroes of the revisionist movement. Most of these people, I, don't, I know. I know of Udo Willendi, yeah. uh, Louis Marshalko, Louis uh, Fitzgibbon, Britain, um, Katyn. He no doubt uh, revealed that the, it was the Russians who killed the Polish uh, uh, officers. Yeah. Udo Willendi, Germany's pretty vicious. Okay, um, go ahead and Arthur Butts. A translation. Okay, Thies to Christofferson. Jim, do you want to say you just were talking about him recently? Well, Thies is pretty good because he was actually, he wrote the book, The Auschwitz Lie. Uh, he was there um, and, you know, he, he told the truth. What was going he had, on? He was expelled from Germany for Pete's sakes. He had to live in Denmark. Yeah, yeah. But he was in the camp towards the end of the war. In fact, I I believe he spent his honeymoon in the camp with his wife. So his wife was able to come into the camp. He had, he had spent his honeymoon with her and then she left. And, oh, wait, while, it's an extermination camp. You know? This was while he was an inmate. Yeah. Well, no, okay. he wasn't. He worked there, Diane. Okay. I, okay. I got it. I got it. That's yeah, right. He, he would have. Yeah. He, he, they sure. sent him to prison later after right. he wrote the book. Right. I hear you. I hear okay. you. So, I mean, this is what happens when you tell the truth. And we'll be talking about another fellow, too, uh, shortly about what happens there. Okay. So, anyway, what's the see a comment? Fred Lucha said the Germans had not even enough Zyklon B to fulfill the, the louse schedule. They would never have enough to gas the assume. Yeah, you. That's I a mean, very in order good to do point. They claimed yeah. you would have needed a lot. We had uh, met, we talked about Professor Forrest on, uh, wait a minute, uh, Willem Steglish. Uh, the Auschwitz myth dismissed from his position as judge with a reduced pension uh, in Germany. Uh, um, Germar Rudolph was prevented from getting his his doctorate uh, in. I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the the, the uh, institution he was attempting. Max, Max Planck, Max, Max Planck, Planck yeah. institution. Yeah, Friedrich Berg. He's he's dead, no longer alive, and he talked about the gas chamber myth within a myth, and. Uh, well, the whole point is we have plenty of information to show the other yeah. side of the story. Yeah. And, of course, they're never going to talk about, all, you know, Aaron's son, the Lord's brother. Oh, Smith, he's absolutely. You know? And then the, the book, Did Six Million Really Die?, that <clears throat> is available on a PDF, but also I have it in email form. Bradley Smith, you you barely had the opportunity to interview him before he died, as yeah. it turned out. Yeah. So these are all the people – that these will are tell the heroes. The yep. Yeah, these Amen. are real good people. And I don't a lot of them end up in jail 
getting yep. fined or whatever. Why? Kicked out of the country you know? for Pete's sakes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to right now go talk about Vincent Renaud. Yeah, that would be good if if okay. you want to. I had sent you a couple of email, Diana, dealing with Vincent Renard. He was, he's French, and uh, he had been involved with the revisionist effort in France. And again, they're pretty wretched, and so he had videos and articles. And they he they had arrested him, or in the process of arresting, him when he escaped to Scotland. It's interesting because that's where Hess went. Uh, he didn't escape. Uh, Oh, you're so sweet. I haven't I, I done nothing. So uh, <laughs> so anyway, he went to Scotland, like with uh, Hess, who was trying to make peace with um, with the British during the war on Hitler's behalf. He was arrested and imprisoned for the rest of his life. And so um, anyway, Vincent, is, he just went in Scotland. They did, found him guilty. And of course, what's his crime? Uh, Holocaust denial. That that be he. He's a really young guy. He's in his fifties. He's he's got ten kids. You know, you know that. That's that's uh, amazing. And so yeah. the the, the um, ju- justice statement about his appeal today because he doesn't want to be expi- extradited to France. There he'd have to uh, go into trial again. Um, was his appeal was rejected? Now he can. Um, appeal higher up London and all there's an international court he can do that with. But I have uh, our walk and talk. I've got the links for him and I've been getting more in. Um, and so I'm going to include, I can include the links with the hoaxbusters video when we put it out. Okay. Yeah, that, he, uh, I actually interviewed him. Yes, you did. Uh, and, I mean, he's had to understand cause he's French, but they don't speak English good. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but he did, he's done several videos. I've yeah. watched his videos, and he's put some yep. really good stuff together. I'm telling you, he's being but, prosecuted boy. for those videos. By the way, well, the thing is, uh, you know, like I put out an email today when I sent this out. So, what's his crime? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what 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 did he do wrong? He's he doesn't believe in gas chambers because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's no gas chambers. That's right. And but they. Again, they, they don't listen. They don't care. They're just going to – they're making him look like he's some sort of murderer, you know, a genocidal killer, and he just doesn't agree with the Jewish version of the Holocaust, no different what, than any of us. What we maintain, and I've seen this, and I realized this when I was in Canada, <clears throat> um, murderers and federal crime committers will get out of prison before – those who have committed political incorrectness, political correctness crimes. They have people, political correctness crimes, people will spend every single second. There is no, um, they can't get out on, on uh, early. There's no early release for them. Right. They have to serve every single. And of course, if they have offend while they're under in custody, like what um, Alfred Schaefer did when he was showing how high his dog could jump and they gave him six more months. Um, if you do something while you're in confinement, you cannot get out on uh, early release or I any do, release. I do want to mention that even though all those fellows in that article we just went before were men, there are women that have stood yep. for him. Sylvia yep. Stoltz. Sylvia Stoltz was a lawyer, and she ended up going to jail for defending somebody. It was Zundel, defending Zundel. And she, right, but- and what, what she did 
was when she was leaving, she did the Zig Heil as, as she yeah. was leaving. They were taking her away. Of course, there's Ursula Haverbeck, of course. Yeah. Um, there are people who she's still alive, by the way. So as far as we know, so is Sylvia, Sylvia Stoltz. I think Lady Michelle Renouf, you've done a video with her uh, before. She well, has. Then we, got, then we got Monica. And oh, absolutely. Our homegirl. That's absolutely correct. Monica. So there are women. I mean, there's probably more. I just don't know. I mean, there's probably more women that have. Oh, Carolyn Yeager. Yeah. Well, she hasn't been in jail, but. uh, No, but neither. Oh, Monica has. Yeah. Um, Well, I'm I'm just talking about people that have been in jail. So. Yet. (laughs) What? Yet. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So anyway, this is this is the situation we're in now. And. See the thing. The thing with uh, Vincent Renau, what's going to happen with him? See, they're going to make a big deal about him because they need somebody to make the bad guy. He doesn't and, look like a bad guy. That's going to be a tough well, sell. We know that, but they're going to make him look like a really evil, bad person. And then you just, like I said, so what's his crime? Did he did he kill somebody? Did he murder? Did he did he blow up a building with some Jews in it? What what did he do? He See, did the worst that they can do, and that's yeah. to come to, to come against the Holocaust, the the God of of the Jews mm-hmm. and the Christian Zionists. Yeah. Well, in, I, uh, I don't know how you know. I don't know how Jews can have a conscience, and you send them this email. Like I, I sent this to um, Charles uh, oh, Moskowitz. Moskowitz. You know, he never gets back, you know, but it's like, Charles, I mean, do you really understand what the hell's going on here? Do you, I mean, this guy's, he's, they, they want to hang this guy. <laughs> hang him. In France, they would. Off of they head, they would right. hang him if they had a lot yeah. of hang him. Believe me, yeah. they would hang him. Yeah. And that's all he did is just pushing the Holocaust. He expressing so, his opinion. And you'd think in England or in the British Isles, where, although admittedly they don't have freedom of speech, that but there is a pretense of it at times. France, forget it. It's never right. been that way. Yes. Now, this is the one that I particularly wanted to feature. This okay. is the godfather of uh, of revisionism, and that's a Robert Forrestan. Mm-hmm. And he died a couple of years ago. I think it was 90. It was going to be 91, I think, or maybe it was 91. No, and, he, died, he died 2018. Okay, so it just time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> so that's five plus years ago. So anyway, he he'd have been really old if he'd lived. But uh, well, he was ninety when he died. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So it's, Robert Forrest, uh, yeah, again, a lot of people don't know about him. He was a uh, a linguistic guy or something like that. He yeah, did something he, with English, French. Yeah. He was French, and yeah, he a teacher. I think you can read about his opinions in regard rumor of Auschwitz. Um, as as far as his his background, he comes highly recommended. But you'd never know, accepting uh, the way he talks. He doesn't. He's not elitist. You don't have to pass a certain jump over a certain bar to be approved by him. He welcomes anybody who's involved in the fight. Yeah, well, I interviewed him too. He was—I yep. think he was maybe the second person I interviewed. I can't remember. Um, yes, he was after Fred. And, yep. and, and you know, and at the time, I interviewed him with my cell phone. You <laughs> I mean, had to do thing you had. Yeah, I mean, my my computer crashed, and I couldn't get online with him. So I had to use my cell phone. Mm-hmm. Did the best I could with it. Uh, it was very frustrating, but mm-hmm. anyway, I, I did the best I could. It so. was two hour video too. 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So he was, he was quite a guy and he, you know, he went right down to the end, uh, defending, you know, his, he never his recanted. Never Not recanted. a bit. Yeah. So and anyway, he was that's beaten up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Be, they beat, almost killed him. Yeah. They beat the crap out of him. Old guy like that. They beat the crap mm-hmm. out of him. And they, and not least, not recently, but at, you know, in his past, litigated him to death. He was involved, and we talked about this before. Numerous uh, cases where they were the the government was suing him and filing charges against him because he dared go to the revisionist conference in Iran. They couldn't come up with enough criminal offenses against him for that. And his, his was more like, or whatever the French equivalent is to that. I remember the, the last time he was at a meeting, he, he was uh, at a meeting with, of the revisionists. Michelle was there and all that. And someone pulled the fire alarm oh. in the building. Can you imagine? Because the revisionists were having a meeting in a restaurant yeah, or gathering, yeah. someplace, a gathering, whatever. Yeah. And, they, and, and you know, all of a sudden, I, I got the video. I'm listening to the video. And then all of a sudden, eh, eh. Yeah, oh, it was to disturb it, yeah. But, but here's, here's the point I'm making about this. The Jews are so vindictive and vicious. they want vengeance. They're vicious, yeah. vengeful people. They're just, they're really horrible, horrible people. And they, they come off... Like they're so far, everybody's rights and they want to protect this person. Yeah, not white people, not people that disagree with them on the Holocaust, but, you know, everybody else, you know, they're there to protect them and help them, except, of course, the people in Palestine that they're killing over there. But that's, <laughs> that's how you yeah. indicate Jews. You put the three parentheses on either side. That's becoming a new understanding. Well, no, but it's just... It's hard to believe a group of people could be so evil. Oh, really? You know, that they, they, they take this topic and, and they just go absolutely nutso with it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, there's nothing. What are you going to do? I mean, it's just, and we haven't really even seen the beginning of it in the United States. No, we no, haven't, no. we haven't even got to the point where they really, uh, get it going here because they're trying like hell to get it going. You know? Well, remember what the, the paragraph I read in the beginning that he wrote in 2009 was that our our main defense against these psychopaths basically is the info wars. We keep putting out the information that undermines their their wretched uh, idol, right? Because they hate it. Yeah. So we got some information here. It's talking about uh, Rudolf Hess. He was one of the commandants uh, of uh, Auschwitz. And uh, he, I, he he wasn't the last one, but he was no. he was one right. in the thir- uh, for early forties. He was one they came after, and they they came after him pretty good. But of course, uh, he he ended up kind of like lying about a lot of stuff, uh, saying stuff that didn't even happen. But I, I sometimes I wonder. I think he did this as like a joke, you know, just to just to throw it at them to show them stupid stuff. I have like, a different philosophy in that, very similar to the prisoners of war in Vietnam when yeah. they would be blinking uh, in Morse code torture. I think it was his way to let people know that he wasn't buying it. Some of his uh, testimony was so exaggerated; it had to be ridiculous, and that yeah. would have been an attempt to communicate that he was not buying into the narrative. Well, either way, they tortured him. Okay? That's right. That's right. And they tortured a confession out of him, and he signed the confession. And the only problem is he couldn't read English. That's right. And the confession was in English. So mm-hmm. you obviously can see. Yeah, I object. 
there's something wrong with this picture. I mean, a guy can't read English and you got him signing his name to something. Yeah. Well, in our country, that would definitely be thrown out in a, in a, if it, if it passed, if a judge was so daft to do that and in appeal. Now we maintain that the Jewish justice system is so corrupt that every stage, whether it's a, when the judge makes a decision, the appeal all the way up to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court is corrupted. So uh, you're not going to get justice. Yeah. Particularly on this subject. Yeah. So we got, you know, we got the people like it's mentioning here, this fellow, uh, Claude um, uh, Prusak, and um, he wrote a book, Auschwitz Technique in Operation of the Gas Chambers. But the problem is he he was more of a revisionist than he was against it. Believe it or not. I think he was I think he was friends with Farrison. He was probably and, very factual and boy, you can't have that when you're talking about uh, being pro Holocaust. Yeah. Well, you know, I was telling you, I think yesterday, there's a book out uh called um uh oh what's the name of the book? Uh, Sherlock Holmes in oh, the, right. ga- the gas chambers of Sherlock Holmes or something like okay. that. Uh I don't know if Diane wants uh, Diana wants to put see if she can find that book. But she might find it interesting because I'll tell you why I, I want to bring it up. But it's called um, Sherlock Holmes and the Gas Chambers. Just put Sherlock Holmes Gas Chambers in the oh, book. It she- comes up. You can get it from Amazon. Okay. okay. So anyway, I got the PDF of the book. Okay. I, I like reading PDFs because I can browse through things pretty quick. And um, so anyway, he puts together like a 400-page book, you know. And – and then I just go to the conclusion, you know, because I don't really, I don't give yeah, a crap yeah. about anything before that. I right. just want to know what was, what was your opinion? Now he believed, he believed that Jews are massacred and he, yeah, there it is. He believed that they were killed, blah, blah, blah. That's where I actually got the PDF. But if you go to, if you go to the end of the PDF, it, it has like conclusion and he just says that, that he doesn't believe there, there were gas chambers. Oh, uh, is that fact what he just said? Yeah. If you go, if you get the download, well, I don't know if you want to download it. I don't. Well, I mean, you download it now, you go to the PDF and you go down to the conclusion, you oh, don't yeah. see just what I'm saying. And after all that, I mean, he gets into a whole bunch of stuff that to me is just blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Just who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. All right. Uh, and then at the end of the book, well, so what was my conclusion? Uh, I don't think there was gas chambers. No gas chambers in the first place. No, no need to write the book. Game over. Yeah. So anyway, someone told me, you know, asked me about the book. They said, "Have you read this book? I looked through it, and I have looked through it before." Uh, but I, you know, when I look at books, folks, I don't waste my time reading nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just you waste too much time. I just go, I just go down the specific things. I'll look up, you know, words like gas chamber. Yeah. You know, get yeah. to the point. I want to see where people yeah. talk about gas chambers or whatever, and then that's it. That's all I got to know in the whole book. I don't yeah. have to waste five days reading a book. At least, yeah, four hundred pages. Yeah, unless. Unless it's one of these books and you're going to need to read the whole thing. Yeah. Six million factor fiction. And that's the book we're going to be reviewing. Are we, are you going to be doing that today? If you want, I can. I, I'm just, you know, Johnny on the spot, try to be available to do that. Well, I, I thought we were going to be doing that like, like up at least 15, 20 minutes on it, you know? Well, it's up uh, to you. There okay, it is. There, Thank yeah, you, Diana. So, Appreciate that. Yeah. 
you can get it at uh, Money Tree Publishing, which I do recommend. I got it right behind me, right over here, if you can see it right up top. Yeah, there. I do. I do. Right. It's hard to figure out where you are. Yeah. But yeah, uh, th- again, there's, there's certain books you got to have in your your uh, arsenal books. <laughs> and you got to have The Myth of German Villainy, which you can see I have that. You got to have The Six Million Fact of Fiction. You got to have um, the, bad the Bad War, War by M.S. King. And you could get that on his site. Okay. <laughs> and, um, you know, the, the, you know, two or three, four books, you got it. You don't need anything else. Now, if you major on those books, you've got it. Yeah. I mean, if you want to get really having all the books, the Holocaust Handbooks Library, holoboxhandbooks.com, uh, you could do that. It's going to cost you some hundreds of dollars, uh, but you could do that. And I might now, wait until Kodo gets their act together. Well, whatever. But now they have a uh, an encyclopedia they just put yeah. out. I think it's 600-page Holocaust encyclopedia. So you could read or get that. But there are, only four. there are only four available. Remember? Oh, really? Yeah, there are only four encyclopedias available as far as because the, the publisher, I don't know, they went belly up or they bailed or something, but they have oh. four of them that have been printed. Yeah. Well, look, we got plenty of information, okay, on the Holocaust to present the the truth. Mm-hmm. And don't waste your time with all these other books. I'm just telling nope, you right now. Nope, yep, you know, yep, I mean, even, right. even David Irving's books, I wouldn't even waste my time no, with them. No, too many questions. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't waste my time. But, you know, if you want to buy a big, you know, thousand page well, I don't know how big his books are. They're pretty big, I think. Yeah, they are, and they cost they're very expensive too. So they're very expensive. But uh, I I would just stick with these books here, especially the Myth of German Villainy. If you really want to understand everything in a nutshell, Myth the German Villainy is the book to go. Yeah. Uh, and you'll you'll get the whole truth. Nothing but the truth. Okay, yeah. so uh, are we setting on that time? Did you did you want to get into your? Uh, the well, that's up to you. Do you. If you want me to, is there anybody waiting to come well, on? Well, there are people. Uh, okay, someone we in have the someone, green room. We'll have someone in the green room come in. We could talk to them. Well, who who do we have? We get the names covered up. Always honest. Uh, well, we'll let we you know. know. We'll let you know about that. <laughs> well, I'll put you through the Hitler test and see how that goes. Yeah, go ahead. They're Welcome. muted. Come on on. Yeah, you can come on or you can unmute yourself. Or Diana can do it. Yeah, Diane, you can unmute them. Well, maybe I can do it. I cannot unmute them. I don't oh, know. They, they muted themselves. Oh, here they are. Hi, okay. can you hear me? Can. Yes. I watch you guys. I just started watching you, um, and I've always been listening to you for the last uh, year and a half. Wow. And I completely agree with everything that you say. Um, And I do believe that until the rest of the world accepts the fact that there was no Holocaust, the Jewish situation is never going to end because they use it to tear everything apart. And I think what they're doing in Palestine is going to kind of destroy that because it's actually showing that they're the genocidal ones. They're the ones that are genociding all over the world. Yeah, and it's not just there. People are starting to connect the dots and saying, well, if they're doing that in Gaza, I suppose wherever they are running things, they're probably doing it there too. What it is, it's going to be a snowballing or domino effect. And believe me, when that happens with these Jews, we're talking an animal trapped in a corner. That's when they get dangerous. 
I think they're already at, at that stage because so, I heard somewhere that if 30% of the world population knows that the Jews are controlling everything, that the Jews are going to come in and trash everything and take them out. Um, um, that, that's when they, that's literally, uh, it's over 30% at this point, the majority of the world, except for America and Great Britain, which Great Britain people, they're just controlled and they can't say a darn thing. Um, and in America, people are waking up every day. I'm speaking to people where two years ago when I said the Jews are the problem, they would look at me like I was the most horrendous human being that existed. <laughs> and yeah. at this point, I can look at them and say, I'm sorry, but anybody who supports Zionism, Israel and Jews um, is against humanity and they just shut their faces. Well, they can't argue with you. No, um, no, that's right. No, they can't. The, the, the thing is that they unfortunately are still, and it's not just, of course, England, but because, but that's where the Rothschild banking system is. But yeah. it's also uh, all of Europe. All of the EU is under the hand of the of, of the Jews. And they're still in power, still in control, and they still have the money because of the Holocaust that they've extorted from all these countries, filtering back into the politicians they're supporting. So, no, that's why the political process cannot be trusted to rescue us from our, our, our dilemma. It's not going to be. If Trump gets in, he's going to seal the coffin. Okay, that guy is, you know, everybody's like, oh, he could help us. He might be good. Oh, he says some bad things about Israel. All of his children are married to Jews. His grandchildren are Jewish. He yeah. is part of the Shabbat Lubavitch cult. Yeah. There I you mean, go. Give me a break, you stupid moronic people. Wake <laughs> up. You gotta be careful. Stupid. Like you're, even you're gonna child, start talking my like, children, uh, like my like, five year old child uh-huh. can hear me and come to a conclusion mm-hmm. that an adult should be coming to. You're right. But right. he comes to it because he doesn't have fear. <laughs> the rest of us have fear because they can trash our lives. They can take away our jobs. They can start a world war. They can start bombing us. Yeah, you're People right. People need to re- realize that Amalek is not Palestine. Amalek is yeah. the West. Every rabbi will tell you that all day long. Amalek is the West. So what I they're doing worry over there Amalek. in Palestine is going to yeah. come here. They're going to try and bomb here. They're going to try and bring it to our shores. I just, I know they are. They are not going to be just quiet and stop. They're at a point right now where they're going to lose control. If the world really wakes up and says, goes to where you guys were just heading with it. uh, Yeah, it's going to be a real big problem. And then they will start a war. They can't even let it get to that point. You're probably right. But, but, but. It's not going to happen today. No, it's not going to happen today. And I'm hoping that shows like yours and people who have big cojones just keep (laughs) opening their mouths and just telling people the truth about what's really going on and just keep up the great work. You guys are awesome. Well, you are too. Look what you're doing. I really appreciate what you say. I'm a Palestinian. (laughs) I was born in Jordan, but my parents are Palestinian. Awesome. Awesome. And um, they're both passed on now. Uh, And I wish that they could have seen this moment because I do believe that what's happening there not only is waking up the world to Jews and all of the evil that they have done in the world, um, but I really think that 
maybe we have a chance as yeah. human beings to take con back control. Maybe they went just a little too far with the internet, all the information, Good point. everything, the exposure, they've just, their, their butts are exposed. The problem is they don't have, because they control all the sources of media and media, they can, with a switch, shut it off. Now, again, you're talking about, a dis mm -hmm. that would be very, very damaging to our country. They're not going to hurt something that they want to keep intact. We're absolutely financing them probably more than any other country. And even mm -hmm. Germany, who's mandated to, 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 for time immemorial to supply them with funds. But we are, and even Switzerland for Pete's sake. And we mm -hmm. are probably giving, so they want to keep us functioning because they need to, as a true parasite, they need to have a healthy host. You know, one of the ways that I get to people as I lay it down from the beginning, I say, look, the, 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 the Russians and the Germans were fighting each other. The Germans were beating the Russians. The Russians had been taken over and were already communists. So the Germans were fighting the communists. That's right. Now America comes and joins the fight. Who do they join with? Of course they didn't join with Germany. No, they joined yeah. with the communists. Good and guess point. who won? Who yeah. won? The communists. So yeah. where the hell are we right now? We're freaking communists. That's it. Well put. <laughs> What's your first and name? They just, they just look at you, Amy. Amy. Okay, Amy, thank you. Super. Yeah, awesome. You've definitely be red. You've been living in red pill land. <laughs> are you on our you email know. list, Diana? See if we can get her on our email list. Are you on our I'm email not, list, Amy? I'm not on your email list. I don't know how to get on it. Well, we just uh, need you, Jim. We always have our email. <clears throat> Since you're there, I can give you the email in the private chat if you want my email and Jim's email. And you just send us that you want to be on the email list and bam, you're on. We send you okay. a welcome email and uh, you're good to go. Okay, that works. I would love that. Thank you. Uh, where do you where do you live? I'm in California. Oh, good. Wow, okay. how about that? Yeah, very nice. <laughs> oh, I have a prediction. I predict that Big Mike is going to be snuck in in the last minute, and he's going to win. Who? Who? You don't know who Big Mike is? No. Uh, that would be Mike Obama. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I know I, what you're I, saying. I, I, I know did, what you're saying. Okay. I, did predict, I did predict that, that if they yeah. really wanted to get somebody in there, it would probably be her. Yeah. Him. It. Whatever he is, yeah. The, no. <laughs> say to save the day for the Democrats because they're in deep Kimsey right now. So yeah. yeah, yes, and that's a possibility. I mean, they are really pushing that tranny thing to a point where I think they might even expose him as uh, a transgender. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and if you so, if you look at the Economist cover from 2012, um, I can send it to you in the chat. It, the, from 2012, it was a double Christmas edition, okay? So they did this for Christmas. Terrific. And they put, the very top of it has two hang gliders, okay? One of them has a Hamas fighter in it. The other one has Netanyahu in it. Hmm. Okay. This is from 2012. And then the rest of it, it's called um, uh, a, a picture into hell or something like that. A, a look at hell or something. It's, 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 it's a good one. I'll send it to you. You'll love it. Um, right. But it basically has good old Obama sitting in a boat in an ocean of nastiness with the word pride written on the boat. Wow. 
I'll send um, it you to know, you guys can check it out and see what you think about it. But everything that we're going through right now is in that Economist cover from the Christmas edition of 2012. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll take a look at it. <laughs> All right. And I'll get it, I'll get it into your email and, and chat with you guys. Thank, thank you. Thank you for okay, having me on. All right. Thanks for calling. Appreciate you. Keep up the great work. Love you you too. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Very good. Uh, good job. <laughs> Okay, okay. So, okay. Laurie. Laurie's in. We can talk to Laurie. We haven't uh, heard, her, heard from her in a couple of weeks. Hi, Laurie. Okay. Hi, Laurie. Hey, guys. How are you? You feeling good. okay? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Thank you. How You're you looking doing? good. Looking good. Thanks. I took myself out for sushi tonight. Uh-oh. <laughs> I brought Enzo in to oh, the American dark. flag. That looks like the dog yeah. we have out here, Diane. Little, little dog. Well, right almost looks here. like the dog in Men in Black. <laughs> bulldog, he's pretty big, but I oh, love bulldog. Him. Yeah, I like that caller who called in. She was great. Yeah, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah. So, so what, what's been happening with you? You've been uh, here and there, huh? I've been here. I've been there. Yeah, Doing since the yeah. Dave Duke Dave Duke interview. Yes, uh, that was fantastic. Uh, he's a great guy. He called me out of the blue, pretty much, and we spoke for an hour and a half, and then said, "Okay, I'll call you back in five minutes for the show." <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I didn't yeah. know we were going to do it that way, but it was um, it was really good. I think he um, interpreted as that he spoke too much during it. He always he speaks did. too much. You could, That's a given. You count <laughs> he, on it. I mean, it, I was learning the whole time. It's the first time I've spoken to him, but he wants to do another show, um, record it live. But I posted the one he... Um, told me you should record it too. So I posted the one that we, you know, the full one that we did. And it was a really good conversation, I think. You mean when you finally got to say something? Because it was 20 minutes into the show before you finally got to talk. So I do have some capability in editing and was able to... (laughs) (laughs) I cut it in a little bit, just, you know, but only just to get to the point more. I mean, there was so much he had to say too in that besides... He was wondering yeah, how to introduce me. He had never spoken to me before. Yeah, but um, he's a great guy, and yeah. I'm well, so glad he connected to the community. Very, he's very smart. He's probably yeah, he's, he's probably yeah. one of the smartest uh, fellows out there. If, if if you know, he he can just talk forever. I mean, he he can go on and on and on and on. That's why anybody getting on a show with him, they really have to think about getting on a show with him because he's going to just talk like he'll crazy. dominate. And there's no way he never repeats himself. He presents informa- information that's very good to know, and you have to remind yourself, okay, he invited me on. When we invite him on, then, of course, he can you know, take it and run, but then we have to stop it at two hours. We have actually gone almost three hours with him, and probably neither Jim nor I have said a word. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that happening, honestly. Yeah. yeah, he would kind of give like a really long rhetoric and say, and then say, so respond to that. And I was like, okay, what points do I want to Which? make? Which? <laughs> the one an hour ago, or do you want the one now? I'm just so glad. And you can tell that we're at this precipice right now, yeah. just like your former caller that just called in. And she was awesome. And she has no problem saying the word Jew. And I love that. I'm Maybe so too. sick of people saying Zionist. And, well, you know, we got to call it the Zionist. And even David Duke had a little bit of that, too, you know. Well, we have to make sure we know there are some good ones, there's some bad ones. And I think we may have discussed or discussed since then, unless a Jew finds Christ and denounces There you go. There you go. They're no good to me. And I don't care. 
I don't like you. Yes, I'm anti-Semitic. It just means I don't like you. Why should I like you? I have no, you have no redeeming qualities as people. So, I mean, like, let's be serious here. Um, it's such a joke, you know, and I, I really respect people that can just really just say the word and, and yeah. be bold about it because that's what really needs to happen. People do know what's going on. People are scared to speak out when they are aware. And I don't blame, I don't blame them, but at a certain point, you, you know, gotta, there's, yeah, you, there's, there's a detriment happening to society because of people's silence. Yeah. That's so, right. You know, I really respect people like uh, that girl in California that I'll probably go visit now. And we can hang out and have happy hour talk shit about that. <laughs> but um, I don't know. What, what's been going on with you guys? Any, any new um, kind of developments on this front? Well, we're, we're always, every day we're doing something. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, we, we're always uh, staying on the front, you might say. Yeah, we uh, get a lot of information out, you know. Like today, today yeah. being the Holocaust Remembrance Day, and so we want to oh, we want to bring bring up the people who are the true heroes that are fighting this nonsense, who and 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 uh, present um, information and the heroes, um, and and that's what uh, Professor Forson said. We cannot come against these genocidal psychopaths. My words, but his meaning. We with the, the traditional means, we have to do it with info wars. Our information that gets it out that we like you, you say, you know, we uh, brother Nathaniel was saying, don't call them Zionists, call them Jews. Yeah, so he was talking about that, and it's important to identify the enemy because Zionist has a different definition, different meaning, although the application's the same. But you, and there, there is not according to and Steve, uh, Pastor Steve Anderson out of Arizona said that they. And I, I had this on my Christmas special that um, it's there are no good Jews because at the crucifixion, remember this is Christmas, at the crucifixion they said his blood be on us and on our children. So there are no good Jews as, yeah. unless they unless they come to Christ, mm-hmm. like you said. And so um, you know he's he's one that doesn't mince words either. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a time where we need to confuse things more. Let's. Finally, just say it as it is. Mm-hmm. It's too confusing. Yeah. Don't yeah. be nice. Be honest. For yeah. Holocaust Remembrance Day, I implore, I implore everyone to buy and read this book. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like yeah. it. <laughs> I had a friend send that to me. Um, I think we really need to, for Holocaust Remembrance Day, forget about everything that we know about the Holocaust. And absolutely... Start fresh. Look at what's happening in the present day world. Um, really, how can anyone have an excuse about Hamas or any excuse whatsoever? There are no excuses anymore. Um, being naive is not an excuse anymore. I didn't know. You can't say that. Yeah, I mean, it's just, <clears throat> it's enough. The things that the the things that those of us who are plugged in are seeing every day. Um, we know what it is. Other people want to deny what it is. They just want to live their life, but it's future generations that are going to suffer because of it. Like, That's true. 
you don't want to leave that kind of world behind. And I don't know what happened to society where there, there are no more heroes like that, that want to save the world for the future. Actually, that would be a pointless effort. The world is lost. How about save a few people that need rescuing? Like in, in a sense, like yourself being in contact with people who are, are coming into their own, who've been red pilled, like this gal, Amy in California, making contact with us. This has happened, and Monica Schaefer has talked about this, that after she did the book, Mom, uh, sorry, Mom, I was wrong about the Holocaust. And she, well, after she did the book, after she's had done her messages, and then, of course, the video, that, that's pristine, people were contacting her. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, th- those that are uh, treading water are calling out, wait, I'm over here, I'm over here, come over, uh, come over and pick me up. And it's, uh, it's the contact that we're making with, with people who need to be informed. And the same thing with you. We can't forget the Holocaust because it's the boot on our neck. It's the one thing that's keeping us under their boot that, that when they are attempting to overwhelm us, overcome us, oppress us, silence us, they're going to use the Holocaust. So we need to know what they're using it for. I like, I like Jim's question. So when he's talking to someone, so uh, what is it you believe about the Holocaust? Well, six million died uh, being gassed. Did you know that there were no gas chambers in Europe? Only the United States had gas chambers, uh, even if they get past that. Well, well, they were executed. Well, how's that work work out in a two front war when you need every every little every single bullet to to deal with the Russians on the on the east and and the Allies everywhere else? Um, how's that work out? And do you think the Germans were the stupidest people on the planet that they transported thousands of people, hundreds of miles close, closest to the Soviet border where the number one enemy is to set up thousands of camps for what purpose? (laughs) Start asking the questions. I mean, it doesn't, none of the math adds up, nothing adds up. That's I almost true. say forget the Holocaust because if people want to say, well, what about the Holocaust? You could say, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about. Like it really, like it all comes down to what's awesome. happening in the present day. No, but really, it's I wasn't here for the Holocaust. My mother wasn't here for the Holocaust. My father, my grandmother wasn't either. How much relevance does it really hold as an excuse when you're when you're exploding children and babies? I mean, what they're doing now there in, in Gaza, they're starving. They're starving them to death. They're getting in mm-hmm. their wounds are getting infested They're And now they're dropping like the U.S. and Israel, FEMA, whoever's doing it are dropping food containers that are bombs. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it's, it. No, it's sick. It's sickening. It's they take pride and pleasure in this. And that's the part that you can see through. This isn't war. This is oh no, war. this is this is genocide, definitely. I just I have a whole different view on that, but we know that the Israelis are capable. And what are they capable of? You whatever your mind can concoct and concoct as the most perverted, disgusting thing. Anything that's what but love. Do. Anything that's but love. Yep. Yep. And uh, CB's right. Uh, You may not have been here for it. We shouldn't be held responsible, but we are. We are constantly being guilted into it. Our schools are being um, hamstrung so that they have to take on this agenda 
mandatory education plus the, the rule the laws that are coming into various states against Holocaust deniers and I have no problem yeah, yeah I deny it completely deny it it's bogus the only ones who were holocausted were the Germans Jew American tax dollars at work that's exactly right and they're not going to give it up Oh, station break. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna have a break here, and CB can come into the conversation after the break. So let's uh, may as well do it now. Then we can go into the second hour of our conversation that sounds here good. with Laurie, Diane, and myself. And uh, CB, he'll be coming in. So awesome. let's. Uh, what are we gonna go to the uh, books? Oh, oh, wait, oh no! Oh no! Oh no! We got our piano player. This is Diana's right, favorite. Well, we can, let's see what he has to say. Yeah, Jim. First, announce to the audience that every Saturday we are on Speak Free Radio and Speak Free Video yeah. from 8 p.m. until 10 p.m. So you can go right Eastern, there. Eastern, Eastern, time. Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. And then, Jim, how about talk about where people can buy books? Maybe you could hold one up. They can go to moneytreepublishing.com. Well, I Diane hold up a-, a book there. Somebody hold up a book by Hook well, that's, that's, that's the that's one of the ones that uh, they sell, and uh, we hope that people so they sell this one. Look into it. Yep. Oh, I don't know if they sell that one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they oh. do. But hold it up because maybe Dave will decide to sell. Who, it. who prints the life and the right? Isn't that? Uh, I uh, thought it was Mark Michael Walsh. That's Michael Walsh, isn't that's it? That's Michael Walsh. Yeah, awesome. His oh, he's got great books. A- he's got good books too. Yep. There's a lot of good people putting out some good yep. books. I mean, you can't say we don't have any good books. He's associated uh, with so. the Barnes Review right now. They're publishing and promoting his books, as I understand it. Uh, yeah, right. Are we going to be oh, playing this video? Yes, we are. I know you don't like this guy. His no, name I is he's like, very talented. I, I, I do like him. The guy is incredibly talented. And he okay. knows. And he, if you go to his channel, go to Bitshoot. He got taken do- down off of YouTube. I think he yes. had was up there for fifteen years or something. Wow! He's very talented, a classically trained pianist, and huh. um, I can't remember the genre of what he does. What's it called? This time? Playing the piano? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> There's a certain genre I can't think of it. In regard to his type his of music? style, yes, his style. I don't um, know. It's escaping me. But anyway, I encourage people to go there because it in, in these dark times, we need a laugh. And this yeah. guy will make you laugh. And um, he sacrificed an enormous amount for opening mm-hmm. his his trap. But anyway, let's it's only a couple minutes, so let's listen to fun. All right, Thank let's listen you. To okay. All righty. The train keeps running. I think the train keeps running. I really think so. I think the drink is training. I really think so. <laughs> I bet your pronouns are they in them. You better slow down. It's all pretend. I just stop caring, but I'll always be your friend. You're changing genders. Got off your breasts. It looks horrendous. You're still depressed. You better hide your wife in case they might be next. I saw the pictures, it wasn't pretty Please tell me, why did you go do that to yourself? I want the doctor who took your titties To be booked straight on the first flight to hell Not to keep turning up at every time they're turning Every one's a clowns, they're turning keys trendy I think they're turning keys trendy, I really think so <laughs> The turning keys trendy, I think they're turning keys trendy I really think so The turning keys trendy, I think they're turning keys trendy I really think so The turning keys trendy, I think they're turning keys trendy I really think so 
I saw the pictures. I can't see them. Please tell me, why did you go do that to yourself? I want the doctor who took your wiener to be put straight on the first flight to hell. Now they keep turning up, and every time they're turning, everyone that clowns are turning his train. I think they're turning his train. Yeah, I really think so. They're turning his train. Yeah, I think they're turning his train. Yeah, I really think so. Asexual, smug, whining women and men who talk their junk while swinging its hard. Everyone's succumbing to this new contagion. Corporations like androgynous plantations for everyone. That's why they're turning his training. I think they're turning his training. I really think so. They're turning his training. I think they're turning his training. I really think so. They're turning his training. I think they're turning his training. I really think so. They're turning his training. I think they're turning his training. I really think so. Yeah, alrighty. Yeah, he's So I'm just gonna just chime in. So for people who don't know. Where that tune came from, it's from a song called Turning Japanese. So that I'm did sound Japanese. kind of oriental. You think so? Yeah. so it's from an English band called The Vapors. Um, mm-hmm. And that was from their 1980s album, Nuclear Days. <laughs> All right. That's it. He really good. is enjoyable to listen to, to be honest, because he's really politically incorrect. And he, he attacks all the things that I think he attacks all the things that, uh, that the political correctness uh, promotes. <clears throat> All right, let's bring now CB right, into the CB. conversation. Haven't heard from him in a while. CB. Shalom, hoaxbusters. Shalom, yeah. Lori Kaufman. What's a nice yeah. Jewish girl like you doing on an anti-Semitic neo-Nazi podcast like this? Huh? <laughs> I belong here. Yeah, that's a girl. That's a girl. <laughs> that guy is fucking talented. I love his videos <laughs> and his songs. That uh, the who is actually a Gentile, a lot of people probably thought he's Jewish. Weird Al Yankovic, who is a Polish Slovak Catholic, doesn't have shit on that guy. No, that's a lot of talent to come up with that. That guy's Mm -hmm. a fucking genius, and I love his songs. Um, So I wanted to start off tonight, as as I promised you in 2024, this is the uh, Happy Jew Year, year of of humor. So I thought I'd start off with another lovely Jew joke. Why is money green? Because the Jews pick it before it's ripe. <laughs> I was trying to think of the answer like I should know. I, I yeah. You're supposed, supposed to know them all, Lori. You're supposed to know them all. know them from being raised that way. Oh, that's funny. Pick it for it's ripe. Okay. Got uh, so, uh, so, well, not to, I'm going to have to do some. I've, I've used up a lot of my best ones on you guys, and it's been a while. Okay. Just, okay. On you guys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, I just wanted to. Um, Tell everyone about uh, the, with the where I think we're going now. So I don't know if Laura, you got to check out Cliff High. Who I recommended that you check out. Did you get to listen to any of his stuff? I actually didn't yet. Definitely want to check out Cliff High. Cliff High's got some great new videos. So he has talked about this thing called the Israeli mistake. This is a long time. He said he saw this in his data for years ago. Mm-hmm. So what uh, I think is coming soon um, is Israel is getting ready to launch prote- potentially an attack on Iran, of which they're going to get their head handed to them. Because, Absolutely. Uh, you know, Russia has given them... Um, uh, the air defenses, the S-400 and S-500 air defenses that can just shred anything that the West has, including the uh, Iran, the uh, American-built F-35, which a lot of people don't realize is very likely maybe turns invisible, like literally invisible. That's why they call it the hat trick. So Israel's going to get their head handed to them. They're already losing tons of soldiers on the ground. Um, and uh, also, I wanted to recommend to everyone to check out 
DailyStormer.com. Jim, you probably know about Daily Stormer, about yeah, the Andrew yeah. Anglin. Yeah. So every every Monday, although he usually doesn't put it out till Tuesdays or Wednesdays, is Memetic Monday. And one of the great things about us right-wing neo-Nazi scum is we can meme and the left and the Jews can't. So I say meme them till they cry, meme them till they die, and then meme them some more. <laughs> Okay. One of my favorite ones that he had today is I like to tell people that 30 million Jews died during the Holocaust. <laughs> and if anyone says, wait, what? I call them a Holocaust denier. <laughs> if they say the numbers aren't believable, then tell them that they're anti-Semitic. Yeah. I also say that the Jews were lined up on the ground and they were run over by steamrollers by the thousands. And yeah. if people don't keep a straight face, you just shriek at them and say, how insensitive can you be? They hurt the poor Jews. You're making them feel it all over again. And basically, I'm a Holocaust accelerationist. I push the Holocaust to the breaking point. Everything's a Holocaust. Everything's worse than Auschwitz. If you if your soup is too hot, it's worse than Auschwitz. If your food is too cold, it's worse than Auschwitz. If your cereal's too doesn't have enough milk in it, it's worse than Auschwitz. Everything, everything, everything is worse than Auschwitz. No matter what it is, you get a flat tire, it's worse than Auschwitz. You stub your toe, it's worse than Auschwitz. Everything's worse than Auschwitz because Auschwitz actually wasn't that fucking bad. That's right. Wait till I start saying that regularly. Go <laughs> You'll get some attention. That's right. so people will start listening, and because they they know some things. It is funny. I'm not yeah, it's the exaggeration. Every, every time you can do, every time you can do it to somebody, just just fuck with it. I, I sit here. These are the, the things that I sit here and think about while I'm piecing through my six million Axis and Allies vintage board game uh, <laughs> pieces that I ordered on eBay. So, Jim, if we ever get to meet, we got to play Axis and Allies. It almost sounds like a. Risk. What is, it? What is, it? is it a Almost. game? What is it? It's a board game. Yeah, it's a vintage oh, board oh. game. So oh, there's I two know. versions. Oh. I have both versions, but the the because you're a boomer, we'll play the older simplified version. That way, it doesn't have to get too complicated. <laughs> no, thank you very game. much for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's that's what I got tonight. Uh, it's good to see Lori here. And uh, Lori, if you're ever down here in Palm Beach County, although I'm, I'm going to be moving out in a few months, but in the most Jewish county in the United States, you know, we can uh, you can come and we can all get together. Maybe we can get a handsome truth involved if he'd like. Oh, before he leaves the state. My right, mom lives right. in Fort Lauderdale, actually, and she's there. You go. Get me to visit every single week, pretty much. There you go. I actually, I actually, Jim, I'm, a, I'm, gonna, I'm working on maybe we can do a podcast with you. So I, I would red pilling some Jews that uh, around here recently about the the hollow hoax and uh, making them scratch their heads. And so a friend of mine who I red pilled this Jewish lady, and she's now she's claims she's quote unquote anti Semitic. And she's putting up all these anti-Jewish memes, and she's posting videos about what's going on with the Palestinians. So she had me uh, do a, a, a video or a presentation with a bunch of Jews last week. It was a room full. I mean, you should have seen. If, if I had been a nose hair trimmer salesman, I could have fucking hired <laughs> with the amount of Jews that were in this room. That's how many hook noses there were. But yeah, I'm working on uh, getting a um, – I, I told the guy, I think the guy said he, he's taught, he knows Stu Peters through the grapevine. I said, look, Steve, Stu Peters wouldn't even have my friend Jim Rizzoli on. I said, yeah. my friend Jim Rizzoli knows, except for maybe, you know, um, some of the folks you mentioned earlier and, of course, the great Herr Zundel. Jim Rizzoli knows more about the Holocaust and how full of shit it is than any other living person. I said, you want to know about the truth about the Holocaust and everything, then you got to talk to my friend Jim Rizzoli. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd love to get on the show, but they—they, they, I don't think they'd have you. Yeah. He's pretty, he's pretty toxic. What's that? Well, Stu Peters has been talking about. There was a video he did the other day. He was talking yeah. about the the oh, sign no, I, at, I saw uh, it. at Auschwitz. Yeah, Laurie, what did so. you say? I couldn't hear you. Oh, I think he would definitely have you on. This is his main focus. Well, 
scenes as of late. He just had Brother Nathaniel on. Yeah, but but Jim is pretty toxic because he's going to start out with the Holocaust, whereas Brother Nathaniel never mentioned it. And so we're going to get right to the heart of the problem. I hope Stu Peters is who I think he is and has that much. Oh, well, good point. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. You know? But to be to be determined. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Well, so I think see, I think he sees what's going on. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Diane. You I just wanted to know: Are do, do we have your email? Yeah, Jimmy yeah, got I my do. email. I, I, I said do. I've been sending him stuff recently. Okay, good because I can get it off of his. I just wanted to make sure. I wanted to send you a meme, uh, and it, it may not it may not be that funny, but I think it's that astute picture of Pinocchio, and it says uh, if you if you tell a lie uh, often enough and long enough, it will become Israel. Is, is <laughs> well, the, the story of Pinocchio was was they were talking about the Jews. That's why yeah, oh, well, there, there his you nose go. gets bigger. Exactly. Right. <laughs> they, 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 these are the ways that our ancestors tried to tell us what was going on without telling us what was going on because they knew most people couldn't handle the truth. But if, so if we hear it when we're younger, like like what uh, um, Amy was talking about, her five year old could hear her from the other room. None of right. this is going to be a surprise if we hear it when we're younger and we don't get inundated. Oh, that's very funny. We get inundated with uh, with Holocaust um, BS constantly, and we're we're constantly being pr- uh, pounded with propaganda. That's going to well, be that much of, more difficult to unlearn it. Well, one of my theories, and believe it or not, I see this with a lot of, um, I you know, I mean, I talk to a lot of young people. I'm in my early 40s, so I mean, I'm I'm not an old man, but I'm getting older now. And I talk to you know some 20 something year olds. You'd be surprised as to how many 20 something year olds are. They, they're just their attitude is Psh, that's bullshit about the Holocaust. And, oh. and I'm not talking about just the, the blacks and the browns. I'm talking about a lot of young white kids. No, true. And, and, and the thing is, and this is a theory of mine. Um, when I was young, I was I wasn't formally diagnosed, but uh, a lot a lot of people with medical knowledge said that they think maybe I had Asperger's and it's just because of I've the time of I was born yes. in. Yes. Yeah, I didn't I wasn't diagnosed with it. Now, when you guys were growing up, uh, they didn't poison you guys with all the vaccines like they're doing now with kids like there's so many kids that are autistic now if you remember the movie yes. rain man from 1988 yeah. okay. yes. so when i was a kid and that movie came out um that was one of my family's favorite movies i mean we would watch that all the time and he that was a rarity back then and people were like oh who is, what is this autism i never heard of this so mm-hmm. in those days like 35 years ago something like one in every 60,000 kids might have had autism or something like that today it's like one in 50 kids Wow, and it's yeah, because yeah. it's very likely because of these these fucking vaccines, yes, these disgusting exactly. Jewish poisons that we're getting jabbed with. So <laughs> that is I not get, true. <laughs> Asperger's is, is really a is, it's 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 very. I thought maybe one of my grandsons had that. I'm not sure, and it is it's very scary. You and he never had any any um, vaccines, but it, it is scary. And yeah. but you may not be diagnosed, but you may have the symptoms. Some symptoms. Sure. Well, the the reason why I think that that's a big factor also is, you know, the Jews have poisoned everybody, but I think God in his infinite wisdom has turned that into a strength. So uh, the people who have Asperger's, their brain function is actually different. Yes. And mind control basically doesn't work on them because they're not neurotypical, normal people. Mm-hmm. So like the boomers were the first generation raised under MK Ultra by the CIA and the Jews to believe all this horseshit fairy tale nonsense. And it just doesn't work. 
on people who have Asperger's and are not neurotypical. So this is what God in his infinite wisdom, in my humble opinion, has turned as a weapon against the Jews. That is interesting. And and so if you, they've damaged all these people, it's actually going to become a strength. And I've Mm -hmm. known, you know, young people, there was, there was, uh, my mother's a retired doctor. She had this neighbor and the, um, the young kid was, uh, I guess he was about maybe 15 years younger than me. This is a couple of years back. He was like into all this stuff. This is about 15 years ago. And this kid, as a teenager, he was like reading books. He, he went to the library and he took out all these books about Russia and he was, you know, learning about Putin. And he said to the librarian, are you going to report me to the CIA or something like that? So they, they already see through the bullshit. And it's it's a crumbling narrative. And this whole thing about, you know, oh, the poor Jews, you know, uh, just, people just aren't buying it anymore, especially yeah. a lot of these young people. They just don't buy it. And, you, you notice know, CB, CB, you have you kick in. Brother Nathaniel does that. Joe does that. As soon as you start talking about Jews, you get into this whiny Jewish kind of uh, uh, stereotypical thing. Right. I think it's hilarious. That is funny. They get into the whiny one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See. Why are they always picking on me? I don't understand this. It's 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 always me. So always Yeah. You just want to buy and kill everyone. I just want to run my pawn shop and read my Torah. I, I don't understand this. Talmud. I got to work on my. I got to work on my rhetoric there. Yeah, but Joe really had it. Oh, like Brother Nathaniel, though, whenever he talks about the the politicals, the Jewish politicals, he has that that whiny twang that he goes through. And I, you know, what's coming when he starts doing that? Like green, Weinstein. Yeah, <laughs> yeah green. That's line. a good name for a Jew, isn't it, Weinstein? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they make sure to live up to it. Weinberg, <laughs> wine, whatever. So yeah, that's that's my take on things, and um, I think that that's yeah. I think it's, it's going to uh, make uh, it's. We're seeing big things happen, you know. And then you've yeah. got our, our friend, uh, your uh, you know, Hot Governor Hot Wheels over there that um, is uh, over in China right now. I think then he's uh, negotiating how to send the people of Texas's jobs over to te- over to China while he's pretending to give a shit about the border. Yeah. So oh, that's okay. Another. You're talking. Oh, you're talking about Governor Abbott, right? Yeah, okay. Governor Hot Wheels, <laughs> who says that if you're not a friend of Israel, you're not a friend of Texas. That's what yeah. he said. Just saying. So yeah. That's right. So that's all I got for tonight. I appreciate you guys, Lori. It was good to see you. And, uh, you know. Great, great talk. All right. Very have good. Thanks, thanks for calling. Take take care. Thanks, do, uh, do, we, do we have any of the other callers uh, wanting to come in? Uh, I don't know. You got my money. <laughs> It's in the mail. And let me tell you, my last experience with mail going up to Massachusetts from anywhere. Uh, no, we have problems with the mail here. Well, I know. Yeah, Catherine's, Catherine's in the green room. Okay. I have a All question, right. too, if we have time to talk on it, about um, the Samson option. Do you oh, I wouldn't okay. worry about it. I know it's there, but I wouldn't worry about it. I just wonder if, you know, if attacks start happening against Israel, if that's something they're going to flex. Um, they may not, they, I think there are a lot of huffing and puffing like the nuclear program. I think it, it, it is not the existence or the, that they want us to believe it is. But Mm -hmm. the thing is, somebody had mentioned that if uh, Israel attacks Iran, which would be talk about stupidest thing possible with Iran's alliances with Russia and China. And, and uh, CB was talking about how Russia is sending, um, military to, Military for no doubt forces, but also equipment to uh, to Iran right now. 
uh, well, we've been sending military to, uh, products to Israel as well. Um, I, I think that we'll be in a kind of a, you, you, we, they did this, they did this after the, uh, after World War II. They had the atomic and then they had the nuclear and then they had the Star Wars. Reagan had the Star Wars to defend us against the missiles from Russia. And then we had missiles that were going to go everywhere. And it was to basically keep the people scared and on edge. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to be afraid of afraid of that. Samson, you know, one thing about the Samson initiative, if, if the, the biblical story Samson, probably one of the worst judges that they had. All he cared about was himself. The, the Philistines took out his eyes, uh, but, the, but the, uh, the Philistines were being judged by God at that point. And he was positioned between two pillars of their temple and basically brought it down on them and on himself. Did he get rid of all the Philistines? No. Because David still had to deal with them, and Solomon still had to deal with them, and they still Saul had to, to deal with them. So it wasn't an issue. But one thing is for sure: no more Israel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't worry, worry about that. I, I don't care about that. Either. Yeah, that's at least at least of my my problems. Yeah, yeah, we don't worry about it. I just think about you know maybe it's no, I don't want to say that. Maybe it's oh, that's that's that's. that's okay. It's not, and it's never going to turn out the way you think it could. No, yeah, I'm not either. So just let that Jesus said, if you recall, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough trouble of its own. Take care of what's going on today. Mm-hmm. And there's Boom. a lot of it. There's a lot going on today. So Jesus, yeah, that's right. right. Lot, lot of, lot of Holocaust denials going on. Got to keep oh, that yeah. going. Holocaust acceleration. That was a fun <laughs> oh, Yeah. The CV yeah, right. is, is, is putting steroids on his. So, uh, <laughs> did oh, Catherine here. want to come in or what? What's up with her? She, yeah, uh, yeah. She is, she is she still there, Diana? She's sending messages in the in the private chat. Yeah, yeah. She <laughs> okay. <There> she is. <laughs> She's alive, right? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, there you go. How are you, Catherine? Hello? We can't hear you. I think she's muted. Well, she's not muted. There's not an X on her her name. She somehow is away from her uh, speaker. We got some technical difficulties here. Yeah. We can't because we can't hear. Her. Um, I don't. I just suspect her speaker is it's on her away. end. It's not on our end. Okay, right. Well, right. Right. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we, we'll we'll just move on, Catherine. You. I don't know if you wanted to stay on the screen. I don't. Yeah. You know. Anybody else, Diana? I I heard someone made a comment. Um, Something about the, the hoax busters, all these boomers are in the hoax busters. Oh, there's, there's only, only three two of us. Bo- there's only two boomers here, okay? Well, Just to let you know. Yeah, well, Diana, isn't she? She's a kind of second stage. Well, I, I know, I know. 
But Laurie La- isn't a boomer. I really don't even follow this. I don't even know what they mean. Honestly. I know. I have to look it up. Every time somebody talks, well, all boomer, I know is that they're too great. A boomer is, is somebody that was probably born in the 50s or 60s. Right after, there are two of them. Right after World War II, up to mm-hmm. like 50-something. And then 50-something to 60-something. Yeah. To me, boomers is like a slang term for psychedelic mushrooms. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> yeah. right, what's this thing, uh, David Duke thing? That's um, her. That's her. The video. Uh, oh, her, that's her video with up. David Duke. Yeah, yeah. So I posted the one I had. I recently just sent um, because unfortunately you have to sometimes pro- it prompts you to log into Google for that. I don't know why Google sucks, but. I sent yeah, a download version to David Rents, and he put it on his website. I think he updated the link today, and it's under the Brother Nathaniel kind of section on his website. So, okay. um, but that link should work. It just you might have to you don't have to download it. You can stream it on Google Drive if you know how that works. But um, yeah, we had a really good discussion. Okay. Okay. Hopefully, okay. another one to come. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, Bob has been really helping you out, huh? Oh yeah, it's a great guy. His wife's awesome too. Just like, oh yeah, she is. Nancy's amazing. Yep, Nancy's really great. So yeah, I've well, really been enjoying their company. We met up for Chinese food the other day. It was great. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> okay. So how how are you making out with your friends? Uh, you're talking to any of your friends? Are they are they uh, giving you a hard time or what? I mean, like this friends was like a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, people really don't don't know what to think of me anymore. And, and that's fine. And I mean, this, once you start getting on this rhetoric and this kind of notion that everything that they say is wrong and I'm right about everything. And that's kind of how I feel. People don't really want to hear that. I know. I know. So, what do they want to hear? They want to hear that they're right. Let's go drink margaritas. <laughs> Margaritaville. Okay. I love everything. And like, you know, Talk about how you know what we're gonna do this weekend. It's, it's not the reality. Okay, nothing re- relevant yeah. to the topic that you want to talk about, like life. What People is- don't want to live in the real world. They live yeah. in a, a Margaritaville. That doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, they don't even go out for margaritas. I don't know what these people do. You know, like I really don't know. It's it's nothing that I'm interested in. Just like talking about nonsense. You know, talking. Well, it about doesn't. That. Yeah, you're right. It's almost like you're feeling, I think we feel this way too. Um, it's almost like feeling we are running out of time. Oh, we're out of time. To the point. Sure, yeah. I mean, my mom came to visit me and I said something about the Jews and she goes, can we just like keep it light on that topic while I'm there? For <laughs> days? And I'm, I was just like, I just got irritated. I'm like, no, it's never going to be late on that topic. This there you go. The times. But, right. um, you know, I try, I tried to for her, but no, I didn't really try that hard. I'm it's just kidding. World <laughs> events. It's not going to get light. Yeah. And it's not just the news. Your family, it's not going to get light. Yeah. It's not just the news. It's literally our reality that we live in. So it's like you're living in the movie The Matrix the whole time. And you just want to talk about like what fantasy you want to have next. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Yeah. 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 Now, you, Laura, you, you, you're you, a Christian gal. Do, do you have like a church you go to or something? My friend Isabella has been taking me to a few different churches around the city. Um, but I, my favorite one that I've gone to, it's so beautiful. It's actually in Spanish. 
<laughs> but it really is the most beautiful church. And I think I'm just going to continue to do that. I, there's no sense. There's no lack of a sense of like ethereal God's presence there. Like, well, one thing for like, sure, you're not going to be, you're not going to be lied to, or <laughs> if you are, you won't know it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, you're not reading Hebrew, so who knows? Oh, at least that's not that's like that. really nauseating. It makes my throat hurt. Well, can you understand it? Uh, can you speak Spanish? I, oh, Spanish? I, I got pretty far in, in like high school, but like, mm-hmm. you know, really AP stuff. I can understand some of it. I can speak a little bit of it, but I think it'd be beneficial for both my knowledge of the language and for my pursuit of Christianity and becoming more familiar with it. And this beautiful architecture that this church exists in. It's so stunning. It's St. Joseph's Cathedral, I think, in the South End. If you get uh, a bilinear Spanish English Bible, Mm. Then you'll be able to at least following along with that, keeping the light got us into the Smith. That's right. We got to get serious. Diana's writing these comments along here, and that's, um, and that that she's right. Got us into the Smith. Let's talk about. They used to uh, have honest discourse in the time of Ben Franklin. I know there's a lot of things we've learned about Ben Franklin and such, but they did had a lot of the get together and they talk about these things. I mean, they get to the point of basically wanting to duke it out because they were so involved and passionate about what they were talking about. And so, but we don't do that anymore. We've got to be mellow and, oh, uh, you know, be, be really, really uh, friendly. There's a little uh, Facebook uh, com- comedy type of thing of how moms treat their kids today versus how Jim and I were raised, for example. And other and, and there's a lot of things that the kids are saying and doing today, there's no way I would ever, ever have said it. And, uh, one example was, uh, I don't want to eat that. Oh, you don't want to eat that? Okay, well, let's see if we can find some alternatives and we'll find find something that you can eat, something that will be nutritious and you really like. My mom and dad says, you have one chance to eat this. <laughs> and that would be it. And I acted, the corporal punishment was used rather regularly. And I was two years old. I remember something like that. <clears throat> of course, I'll never have um, marshmallows and jello again. But uh, <clears throat> it was terrible when I was two. So, but anyway, the point is, there was no talking back that if it did, it happened once ever. Mm-hmm. And there was no, uh, no arguing, no arguing, no, there's often no discussion. It was not a democracy. It was not a constitutional republic. It was a dictatorship and it was understood. And that that's the way it was. I can't fault that. I don't duplicate it. I didn't do that with my kids. But, um, my brother and I, we are who we are because of this. But anyway, beat us over the head with BS. Now it's time to beat them over the head with the truth. I like that, Diana. She anyway, she's. A, but anyway, point point. That's what being a boomer, a boomer is too. Was there a comment in the some chat? I said, all right. What's what's that? The comment. The comments that I've been putting up. Most okay, of them good. Are the chat are from the chat. They're not. Oh, those okay. Are so the, so those are the comments. Okay. Yeah, you know, we'd good. like we'd like to get a younger person in. Uh, on our show here. On a regular talk, basis? Well, to see where they stand on things because, you know, we're, they're hearing what we're saying, but we don't know what they're saying. You know, we don't know where they're coming from. Uh, I, I think the young people today like to hear the truth. and uh, but Once they understand the truth, then they'll have something to say. Just saying. Yeah. And well, like you said, a lot of younger kids are not indoctrinated in this bullshit. They it aren't. Is, and and so, so it would be it would be refreshing 
I'm just trying to think of any the youngest people I know who are really. Don't they watch all the movies that are all the like Schindler's List and crap that was that's been put out since the nineties? If they did, they weren't paying attention in class. And <laughs> I like that. I yeah, like that. Like, uh, like my, I'm a big sister in the Big Sister Association since my little sister was eight, and she's 24 now. So we're tight. She's on my phone bill. She has keys to my house. But wow. I mean, she would. She, she's she speaks her mind, man. And that's one reason we get along so well. So but you speak so, your mind to her, then? Well, we've almost helped raise each other in a sense you know i mean i was right out of college when when i uh you know was was matched with her actually they said Lori, we we have an eight-year-old that's 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 ready for a match but we have to ask you if it's if something's okay i said what she goes well she's eight years old and she left a message on her answering machine and said hi it's kenya where the fuck is my big sister i'm like (laughs) Perfect. This sounds, this sounds amazing. But first of all, like I was on my best behavior when I trained and everything. Why would you guys think of me? But perfect. Oh my gosh, she knows the language. She's, she's so great, and you know her and her family. I mean, they live in the projects. They deal with you know very low income housing. They're they're losing their housing, and the wait list is for ten years. Apparently. One of them has a kid. Her cousin has a kid. Can you figure out why that might be the case? I think we can all see why that's the case, right? We got veterans being homeless right now, yes. and there's all the illegals in here. Yep. But they they see what's happening with everything. I'm not. I don't know how much we've discussed the Jews in particular, but with the transgender stuff, I flipped out at a restaurant because they had three trans flags that I didn't see, and I went to take a picture of myself, and all of a sudden I'm like trans, and then I left that restaurant, and she was like. Lori, my cousin just did the same thing, and now we can never go back to this restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> just it's like it, they see what's happening; they can't. They're not. Um, they can't be indoctrinated because they have so many real life issues. Their cousins mm-hmm. are getting shot. Their brothers are getting shot in the hood. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, they're they don't have. T- One of their family members was going to a different state to get the trans surgery, and they all stopped. They were just. They don't understand it. They had no patience for it. And it was just interesting to see a different perspective from Tis. younger generation that's being taught that this is what's important to support. And they're like, hell they're not buying it. That's no. awesome. In their own family. And so they really are against, and if they're against that, they're against really everything they're being taught in school. I love that. It's at the very best. This is the one time when I, I, I pray they don't remember anything from school. Yeah, that's what I was talking about the Holocaust. Forget it. Just just not pay attention. Doesn't bother. And that they're saying 40% of the people don't know what it is. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. And then you've got a huge percentage. 20 don't believe it. Yeah. And then, you know, you've got all these percentages. Sometimes it gets higher. It seldom gets lower. And therefore, they're they're ramping up the Holocaust education mandates because Mm -hmm. people don't know what it is and we've got them to know because we're going to lose our funding if we don't. So even if they don't believe it, they're blackmailed into saying they believe it. Yeah. Great. Diana, is there any other uh, links I had? I wanted to cover today because I had, I had a couple of Hitler's traitors. Oh, oh, well that that was interesting uh, comment there. Manage your weight with plush care. Okay. Um, probably. Oh, so this is how bad this is. I can't get rid of that ad to show you the title. Wow. 
Isn't that great? They're making us all unhealthy and then pushing us yeah. on pharmaceuticals. So, the the title is You Survived the Holocaust. Your father was a Nazi soldier. They fell in love. So I can't show well, you yeah. the title because well, I, 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 I was just... Down. Again, that that's not actually... I mean, that's the link I sent you. But the point is that all these stories, like today's being Holocaust Remembrance Day, all these people are coming up with all their bullshit stories. And, yeah. I mean, you know, nobody nobody ever questions any of these people yeah. with anything they say. They just they just accept that it could be the most ridiculous thing that they say. And, uh, no you truth know, to it to whatever, whatsoever, yeah. Yeah, I never saw my mother again. She worked at a gas chamber. She went to Baltimore. Next yeah. question. You know, so, uh, oh, okay. Scroll down. I want to talk about this. Okay, this was kind of important oh, because uh, Jews make a big deal about this. They, you know, they talk about uh, the Germans coming against the Jews. One and one night they uh, broke the uh, windows of the Jews' businesses, and so they, oh, that's a big deal, you know, Crystal Knot, it's called, you know, and uh, well, no, they don't tell you the whole story of what happened here, and the re- the reason why this happened is because the Germans got fed up. With, with the fact that the Jews are doing all these things. Well, they, and, they killed a couple of ambassadors is what it happened. Well, they, they, they killed, I think it was von Roth. Yeah. I think it was this time. There was and two Goose times they, they killed people. I think. Okay, yeah. They, it was, I think the last time was Van Roth. He yeah. was he was a uh, you know guy in the, the government. All right. And then the people got pissed. So they, they went and broke the windows on the Jews' shots. But it was only one day. It was only a one-day thing, and they make it look like the Germans are doing this like every day of the year, all the time. And that, and that it was government orchestrated. And like you said, Hitler didn't know what was going on at the time. And when Goebbels told him, he said, you've got to put a stop to it, because it was going to be affecting the transfer agreement that was still working out. Glass repair is very expensive, you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Glass repair. It's a very expensive. Oh, yeah, that's that's an oive. But the, the issue was Hitler was very concerned because dealing with the Zionists was not a pleasant thing. And he still wanted to get more Jews out of the Reich. And he still yeah. could. This could have mucked it up. And that's why he he, he wanted it to, as I read, he wanted it brought to a, a halt, which it was. Well, the, th- the thing is, the Jews have a story about everything, like anything that happened to them became a story like it had nothing to do with anything it's just with the truth either yeah with, with the truth okay oh okay you met say you met this woman and you end up marrying her and and you lived happily ever after but it started off with the holocaust and it's like well there was no problem what was the problem <laughs> you know what i mean they just make a big deal about it we gotta it's, keep it always in front of us so that was that's the main point yeah. So anyway, that's how I, yeah, I just want to bring that up to show that people just don't get it with all these Holocaust stories today. Nobody ever questions. Yep. Why? Okay. That's a good well, point. That was in 33, but. Well, yeah, but the, the point is they the Jews boycotted the Germans. Okay. So that yeah. went on forever. That did go on a long okay? time. Okay. So they're making a big deal about the Jewish windows being broken one, one day, one day. But they could boycott the Germans forever. You know, it's just went on and on for years. And that's not a problem. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's what that says. Jews owned over a third of the real property in Germany at the time of Crystal Knot. 
despite being less than one percent of the population. While the Jews own a lot of things, they 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 were they were unequally represented in the government in in um, uh, politics, their uh, finances, business, private business, uh, doctors. It's always been that way. Banks, you know, yeah. So. You know, the the Jews weren't happy. I mean, the Germans weren't happy that the Jews had so much power. Um, How did that originate? What did it all start from bribery and blackmail? I thought it was a Catholic church that brought them in to take care of the finances. Well, that was way back. I know. That's what I'm talking about. She's talking about the origin of this. Like, how did this minority Start gaining a foothold like that. See, yeah. the, the, Jew, the Jews have all, always been in control because they, you know, Rothschild banking system owns everything anyway. So, you know, they just get their own people in to do what they have to do, and they take control of the banking system and whatever city or town they live in. They they control they control the purse strings purse uh, strings, strings of the town yeah. and people. Yeah. So they're always out there able. To, to you live or die because of the bank. If they if they don't want to give you a loan, you don't get the loan. Yeah, uh, yeah. give the Jews the, all the Jews will get the loans, but you know some of the other people won't. You know, homeschool. Right, That's what we say to do. Homeschool. Yes. Yeah. I just wish I was just wish we could get more young people into this. I know. I know. I'll just give you an example. When we had our cable show on TV years ago. Um, they got, they were, they were really upset and, and it wasn't upset because the adults were watching our show. They were pissed because the kids were, I mean, they did not want the kids to see our show. How'd they and, know? Well, it was on during the, you know, like I say at the beginning when we were first on, the show was on at a time when the kids are up. So eight and eight o'clock, nine o'clock, you know, they whatever. assumed. Yes. And so what they did is, they got really mad that that was happening. So then they moved the show to 10, to 11, to 12, to 1. I mean, your show's on now. Mine's on at 1. But, uh, uh, yeah. Well, there you go. See, they, they're really fearful of the young people learning the truth. If the young people learn the truth, boy, they're dead. They're going to be dead in the yeah. water because the young people are going to give them a hard time. And Guess so, what? They're dead in the water. Yeah, because there you go. They, they know what's the alternative to watch anyway? Porn. So yeah, right. Yeah. Being a degenerate, like this is wholesome. This is what they should be learning. Absolutely, right. something that's going to benefit them and also give them. They actually are going to sound intelligent because they have something to talk about for Pete's sake. Yeah, the, the, the kids today just are not getting a good education of history, and all the history no. they're learning. Is from the United States end, which is really not the truth. They just corrupt. It's corrupt, yeah. So the kids, you know, what are you going to do? They're not going to know anything. Of course, the adults don't know anything either. But that's a whole other story. You know, <laughs> the, the parents don't teach them what the hell's going on. Um, oh yeah, there's a comment here. Jews scooped up a lot of distressed property. Well, that was uh, yeah, during they, the they did, but the, 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 where the Jews really got the property was after World War One. Yeah. Uh, after they, when the Germans lost World War One, the uh, Treaty of Versailles, because the, the everything was the Jews. I mean, the Germans had no property; they couldn't afford anything anymore. They had no money, and so the That's Jews were like, well, we call them carpetbaggers, and they yep. came in. And they they scoffed up a lot of the German property, right. really cheap. So by the time World War Two came along, the Jews owned a lot of the property, like they were saying, yeah. So the 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 Germans were not happy about that. 
uh, you know, when World War II started going on, and they they really um, had had an attitude towards the Jews, and, and rightly so, because you know they they see that the, the Jews own all the property and everything's going their way. All the businesses, the businesses, yeah. because of the hyperinflation, like this gentleman, this person had stated, they yeah. were unable to maintain. They couldn't feed their families. They were un, unable to maintain uh, what was needed for their business. And so that they would have to sell out their businesses. The communists were taking a foothold in Berlin, big time, and also had they also had owned owned Munich at that time. So there That's were right. a lot of real real issues in Germany. And so uh, so Hitler comes in right after the war and begins to see these problems. They have fisticuffs with the communists, and he thought that well, okay, we just need to take over the government. Well, he ended up in prison for that. But uh, next time. No more Mr. Nice Guy, but yes, he was. And then he played by the rules. Okay. Um, yes, uh, the Rothschild banks, no doubt, cause our inflation that occurred the, the Great Depression, for, for one. We had a lot of depressions in our, in our his history, our country's history. But this was one that particularly we know, we remember. That's right. So the Jews, the Jews caused the problem. And what they did is they, they're using the Holocaust now. Yes. To get back at us. That, I mean, at, you know, back at Germany, but, but yes. that affects us because if we go along with Germany and what they did, mm-hmm. um, and that's what they do. So now they're very vengeful, um, vindictive, and they're coming off, coming after anybody that criticizes them. And this is what this whole thing is going on now with the um, hate laws, anti-Semitism. And all the things that are going on there, because that's the only way they get to us. See, they can't get to us because of constitutional issues, free speech issues at this point in the United States. So the only way they can do it is they got to make other laws like hate laws, anti-Semitism, and uh, they, they try to push it. Through the back door with those yeah. laws, by they um, bypass the, yes. the the Bill of Rights. Oh no, that this isn't about freedom of speech. This is about, and then they can define whatever they want it to be. Right. So this is where we stand now, and and uh, the Jews think they have it all in their control, and they're doing a good job. But I, I notice more people uh, understanding what's going on. I think this Gaza situation, uh, you know, even though I don't get too much into it, but. <clears throat> The Gaza situation has really turned people away yeah. from the Jews. When you say fired, yeah, yeah, I mean it has. I mean, people are just so pissed at them now yeah. in what they're doing, um, and they're not going to forget. I mean, you know, whatever happens over there. Well, I mean, that to me, it's just going to keep going on and on and on because, you know, either way, the Jews benefit from whatever happens over there anyway. I don't know how they're going to spark a confrontation with Iran. That is absolutely insane. Right now, this country is not prepared to go unless they're going to create another Pearl Harbor type of situation. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine. Iran is very, they're not easily provoked. And they know they've got Russian power behind them and China. So they're not prepared to lose it all for some, as they refer, if you'll pardon the expression, a shitty little country in the Middle East. Yeah. Um, can we can we go to a video? Um, I want to show a short video here. We got we got a fifteen. Probably minutes need left. to give her some idea which one you want. Well, it's the, oh, on my Bitchu channel. I want to show the video. Um, uh, it's just shot. Just if you go to my channel, I'll show it to you. Uh, yeah, you don't recognize it by name. You recognize it by size. Yeah, I'll see the picture. Right. Okay. 
Yeah. If if Diana's in the house, is she is she there? I don't know. It's not my day to watch her. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, if she doesn't, is um... I'm sorry. I can't work as fast as you open your mouth. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, she she really doesn't want that six million pennies, I'm does she? To, I'm trying to find the freaking video. So just give me a chance. Well, he hasn't told you which one it was. I know. I can't even get there yet. Well, oh, just I the see. I see. Just, okay. just scroll down a couple. Couple. Go down. Go down. Go down. Right there. Uh, oh, Ken O'Keefe. I love Ken. It's, just, it's just a short video, but I want to show people. I, I interviewed Ken O'Keefe, I think, a year or two ago. But this guy really, when it comes to the, it, huh? <laughs> when it comes to the Jews, he's really he's good. Pretty, it's yeah, pretty, it's yeah. a short video, so I thought I would play it. Target. All of this comes from the financial system. All of it. The problem for the Jewish people is that that system is completely dominated, almost totally controlled by Jewish bankers. And and this explains a lot about how we understand history, because of all the things that Adolf Hitler... Oh, boy. Here come... Oh, my God. Did he say Adolf Hitler and Jew? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And so... So what we know about Adolf Hitler is like what we know about history. The victors, of course, write the history, don't they? They write the history, and they tell us a narrative, and we're supposed to swallow that bullshit as if it's true. The major crime of Adolf Hitler was that he got out, he got Germany out of a banking debt that was drowning the German people, drowning the German people in a cesspool of moral decay, drowning in debt. And he had the nerve to actually say fuck off to the bankers and start printing their own money. And Germany went from a destitute post-World War country that was drowning. Germans starving, no jobs, nothing. And he got them out of that debt and literally brought that nation back to a powerhouse within several years just by using their own money supply. That's the real crime that Adolf Hitler committed. Now, I could sit here and talk and really excite the senses a little bit more about everything we've been taught about World War II and the Holocaust, but let us suffice to say that it fits in line with virtually everything we've been told about history in general. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, he summed it up pretty good. Appreciate huh? that. And by the way, if I may need, if I may add this, when you're studying about the Holocaust, um, and a lot of people we know, but big writers and such, they will talk about the Holocaust and the Jews, but then they speak disparagingly about Hitler and the Third Reich. You can't do that. You can't separate them. They're all connected with each other. That's what the Hitler test that we have brings brings about. If you uh, believe that Hitler wanted to rule the world, you failed the Hitler test. You know, if you believe that he had a... Um, orchestrated plan to exterminate the Jews, you have failed the Hitler test. So it's, you cannot separate the three and that that's something that revealed in the Hitler test. But also when Jim is talking to people, he, the, the, the Jews, the Holocaust basically and Hitler, and that includes the third Reich to see where yeah. they stand in this. <clears throat> yeah. Cause that's, that's very important because a lot of people, Hitler's probably the most, a demonized man that ever lived on the surface. Well, except for except for Jesus Christ, but well, right. But I and mean, then I, or I'm just after saying, him. 
Yeah. So he, I mean, there's, there's just probably thousands of books written against him or whatever other books talk about him being in a bad light, but, but nobody understands what the heck he was trying to accomplish. I mean, the the enemy was communism. They don't stop (laughs) to think or listen. Right. Right. Exactly. so Hitler's fighting communism, and you think the United States would say, "Gee, we're going to back, we're going to back Hitler." No, what do they do? They, 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 you know, they back to Stalin and the communists. And they kind of, that's I mean, what those, said, are, yeah. those are the people you don't want to back because right. what ended up happening is communism took over right after. So right. Hitler, Hitler was right. He, he yep. was proved right by what the heck happened there. Right. So you know, um, what are we looking at here? <laughs> well, Catherine's getting wants to come in. Yes, Churchill was so deeply in debt that Jews paid his debt and owned him. He also had moral, moral corruption and compromise as well, and they had him. Yeah, yeah. Churchill had to go along with the Jews because you know they were paying his bills, right? And he had, they had something on him too. Yeah, and he he was he was he was really not a nice guy, Churchill. <laughs> in the beginning, though, you know what's funny about Churchill? He he, he actually liked Hitler in the beginning. Yeah, he did. Well, well, you know, obviously before the war. But once the once the war uh, started, then obviously he had a turn. He had a turn against them. But he knew Hitler was doing what was right in Germany, and he was doing doing right for the people. So anyway, that's what happened with Churchill. Churchill had to go along with the Jews because the Jews they were paying his bills. That's how he he was living in a house that they were paying for, and um, you know they're paying probably for his liquor and everything else there too. Yeah. Keep him so saturated. Yeah, and FB, FDR, obviously, he, he was surrounded by Jews. They were all surrounded by Jews. I that's mean, how they get in. That's think? right. In yeah, control. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, okay, so uh, where are we here now? Catherine's in the dark. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know what she's doing. Catherine, are you, are you there to talk? Or what are you doing? Can you hear me or see yes. me? Yeah, hi. We're doing yeah. Yes, we can. And hi, Lori. How's Joe doing? You know, I sent him the Bruno stuff. I don't know why he doesn't check it out. He doesn't have the energy for no, that. He's, he's too far just gone. Listen, to the uh, stuff. listen, just listening to the stuff, I had an experience. And by the way, are you in Western Massachusetts, Lori, in the Berkshires? Unfortunately, not. I'm right in Boston. Oh, okay. <laughs> For some reason, I, 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 yes, I'm trying to political uh, thing with Western Massachusetts, maybe. But um, yes, yes, they have been going after me out there for sure. Uh, you should get, I don't know if you can, I don't know what your situation is, but I mean, I, I think there's no place worse than New York, Massachusetts, you know, Illinois, California. California. Those big, Democrat-controlled states. I mean, not that they aren't all to some yeah, degree or another. Exactly, exactly. But uh, those states are way worse. But one thing that, and Jim mentioned it. I don't know if it was on one of the walk-in talks or where it was. I think Jim said it. But they're now uh, saying illegal aliens can have guns. Yes, yeah, Jim I was talk, talking about yeah, it. Today. I talked about that too. Yeah. On the walk and talk. And, uh, you know, remember Trump, you take the guns, you worry about whether it's legal or not afterwards. Yeah, he they goes. They are desperate to get the guns out of the hands of Christians. But the one silver lining in all this is that a lot of these illegal aliens that they're bringing in, 
a lot of them are Catholic. <laughs> from South yeah. America. I mean, oh, yeah, that's the, true. That's and, true. And there's even a yeah. lot of Africans that are, are, you know, Catholic or Christian. Well, that's why the Catholics want them in. Yeah, but I mean, there's the Catholic Church, which is at the head of the snake, is completely corrupt and is communist and is pushing every, you know, degenerate communist idea like transgender and all of that. But then there's the regular, you know, lumpen proletariat of the Catholics that, uh, you know, they read their Bible and they want to be good people. So, yeah, like that's right. They want, they mean the Jews want to make it look like that, look that way. I get yeah, what you're I mean, Imagine if there was some way that we could ally with them and overtake the government with them. I now don't think, well, <laughs> the, as far as a coup, that's probably not something you actually need to think about um, because this government is gone. Yeah. It not, does not need to right. be rescued. Whatever we want to call it. The people that Let are control our demise. <laughs> Save you the know, people. I know you guys don't believe in us in astrology, but for the last, I don't know, 10 years or so, Pluto has been in Capricorn. And I thought Cap Pluto, they, I thought they got, they, uh, they uh, denigrated Pluto out of existence. Whatever, you know, it's still very much in astrology and it's kind of like it rules Scorpio and all the times that the Jews got into power in Russia, it was during, you know, Scorpio, like there's the Jerry Lena film under the sign of the Scorpion. It was always the dates were always Scorpio dates. And um, so, you know, Scorpio is like money held with others, you know. So the, well, the I think the thing you need to focus on is the Bible, because that's what the, the truth is. I, yeah, I, no, Astrology that is may be on, true. That is going on, too. That is going on. You know, there's many different cycles going on. And there's numerology and there's the Bible and there's the, you know. But I'm just saying Pluto is moving into to Aquarius now. So now we could. I know have a song it. about that. Yeah. So now we could have. Come on, pay attention, Diane. I know you don't believe in this stuff, but but I've followed it since my twenties, and I think it has validity. Um, okay. So, okay. Okay. but let me just let me just finish the point. So now the tyranny is going to be through technology. They're going to be making. You know, AI people, they've been getting probably the secret space program has probably been getting. Yeah, there's AI. That's going to be our undoing. Well, well, whether we turn it to our advantage or not. I yeah. mean, just think about it. When they brought out the Internet, the Jews had so much um, hubris that they thought, oh, we're so stupid. All we'll do is watch pornography yeah. and play games. They didn't think we would use the internet to find out what's really going on and their mm -hmm. criminal deeds. So, <laughs> you know, true, so everything, true. but, but, you know, well, listen, we get a, hold so on for a minute. I got to find out, I got to find out what, what video we have to end this. Cause we yeah. End oh, we've got only a few, a couple of yeah, minutes. So Diana, yeah, do we have, uh, Diana, do we have a, a video that's going to be ending this? Yeah, Jim. <laughs> okay, Hello, how, well, all right, so how long is it? Because I get it. I, 
How long? How long is the video? You mean the music four video? Hours long. <laughs> it's a little over three minutes. Okay, so we're, we're doing should get cracking on that. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying we gotta we gotta bring that in. So that means we're gonna have to say goodbye. Uh, yeah. Okay, Catherine, you can go look at your. Uh, uh, oh, I'm dismissed now. I can go. Pluto and now Scorpio and. No, seriously, seriously. Every time it goes through something, things are just shaken up, and like, you know, how obvious was it to everyone that the election was stolen? How obvious was it to everyone that Trump was a liar? I mean, you know. Well, we get it. Yeah, we're getting there, getting there. So anyway. <laughs> okay, listen, folks, we get to, uh, we yeah. get to wrap it up because we, we always yeah. conclude. If it, Catherine, right. thank you. And Laurie, thank you. And Diane, thank you. And uh, again, the Hoax Presses will be on next week. Same time, same station. Yep. And uh, we'll go from there. And we're going to listen to this fellow here, Mr. Boat Walker. He's another interesting fellow that puts uh, really good videos up, too. So let's see uh we can... Roll out the show with Mr. Boatwalker, okay? All right, here we go. Good sound. Uninjectable. <laughs> That's what you are. <laughs> Uninjectable, no fear or flaw. Like a song of love that sings to me, you remark, don't put those things in me. Never before. Has someone been more uninjectable in every way and forevermore? That's how you'll stay. That's why, darling. It's just sensible that someone so uninjectable thinks that I am uninjectable too. He's <laughs> pretty talented, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
That's why, darling, it's so sensible that someone so uninjectable thinks that I am uninjectable too. Okay, folks. Well, that's how we're going to leave it today. Don't take vaxxers. That's what he's saying. Okay? Exactly. Um, all right. So we're going to say goodnight, and we'll uh, see you next week, everyone. All righty? Take, thanks, thanks for coming on, Laurie. Thank, Thank you. Laurie. Thanks, Catherine. All right. All right. Bye now. Good night. Bye.